me playing my imaginary ghost jump set. How y'all doing? It's the smoke session. I'm your host Luke Roland. I know it's been a minute since I posted a video. I've kind of done a little summer hiatus. Been busy. Been a very busy guy. I haven't been lazy. You know, got a lot of things going on. First off, Kendrick Lamar dropped his recent album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, so I needed a whole week just to listen and appreciate that. Then I was also busy enjoying summer, so I didn't really want to make podcast episodes. I was kind of taking a break from the academics for a little bit, you know, just finished my junior year of college. That's a big step. I would say junior year is the hardest year of both high school and college because, you know, junior year of high school, you're doing the SATs, you're trying to get into a college, but then when you're a junior in college, you're realizing, fuck, I only have one more year before I got debt. Shit. Let me enjoy the moment while I still can, you know? So that's what I've been doing. I've also been working on some personal projects for the Rolling Stoner uh, that will be coming out in the end of the summer. I'm working on my first stand-up comedy special, so y'all be excited for that. Definitely more to come from me, for sure. And it ain't just come, you know? <laughs> anyway, let's move on with the show. Stop talking about the future. Let's focus about the present. Reefer's review. So what have I been recently doing that I'm reviewing, a good experience that y'all should try out on your summer vacations, is going river tubing. Not to be confused with whitewater rafting, that's much more high octane, much more adrenaline fueled activity, but river tubing is much more just like you're on a giant lazy river, you got a tube, you're with other people, and you just do nothing for two hours and you just let the motion of the ocean take you down. It's a very practical metaphor for Taoism, but it's pretty cool, you know? Just river tubing like this. Just go away, feel the motions. It's nice. I recommend uh, getting a lot of people together with you, like seven or so, and buying a big ass tube off of Amazon or something and going down the river. Because honestly, if you split it with the amount of people that you go with, it's the same amount of money as just renting a regular old reused rubber tube. It's 20 bucks. And this way, when you're on it, the giant big ass raft, you look like a mothership. You know, around all these other rental tubes. Feel like a badass. I felt like I was on a floating stage. And yes, I did start doing comedy in front of random tourists while I was on this river. Been on a couple river tubes experiences all over the country. I've been to the Salt River tubing here in Arizona. That was recent. That was hella fun. I've also been to the Gunpowder in Maryland. That one's a lot colder, but still pretty cool as well. A lot more trees. This one had a lot more cactuses. And then, also, the big ass tube has a cooler for the booze, which is, you know, it's what you want. You don't want to be drinking hot booze in a cold river. That's how you get shock. And then another, if you're planning on smoking on the river, make sure you bring a Ziploc bag for the lighter. Because that was a mistake that I learned from the second time. We brought a Ziploc bag in the second time. But I remember when I was on the gunpowder, I spent a half an hour just with the lighter, just trying to flick it back to life so I could fucking spark my blunt. But, you know, you live and you learn. Moving on to our ganja gamer gimmick. It's called Weight of the World. Basically, what you got to do is you take two dumbbells and you just put them on your shoulders like this. And then you just brood about the world's status. <sighs> oh, man. Fucking economy. Goddamn world politics. Shitter. I feel like I'm back in the 70s. There's just war going everywhere. Gas prices look the same. The presidents look the same. Ugh. All sucks. And this is a lot oh, fucking harder than I thought. The weight of the world on my shoulders. Uh, it feels like it's like 50 pounds. Fuck. I need to work out more. By the way, this is perfect timing because it brings us to the cannabis current events. Which I will do while massing the weight of the world on my shoulders. This is a representation of the news media. Ah! Alright, 
The largest four-day workweek trial started in the United Kingdom with 3,000 people in over 70 different companies. Basically how this is going to work is uh, the people will work from Monday to Tuesday and then they can fuck around all of Wednesday and then they continue to work Thursday and Friday and they have the weekend. It brings a whole new meaning to hump day. A caravan of 6,000 migrants in South Mexico are walking towards the United States as regional leaders meet in Los Angeles at the Summit of the Americas. Damn, that's a long-ass hike to try to summit a systematic mountain that's only going to kick you out if you reach the top, or it's going to make you mow its lawn. I hate to see it. And about 90 women sued the FBI for failing to investigate the sexual abuse scandal of the Olympic gymnastic doctor, Larry Nassar. The women are seeking over $1 billion settlement from the FBI. This also is marking the highest paycheck any Olympic athlete has ever gotten. And all they needed to do was just do one split. Ah! Anyway, that's our smoke session for today. We got a great show for you guys. Fun fact of the day is on the Green Revolution, which is when they completely changed how we got food and how they make food and how food gets its nutrients and how it gets its nutrients into us. Completely revolutionary stuff. Y'all should check it out because we're living in the byproduct of that Green Revolution. So it's cool to see it how it's all played out. And then the debate is indoor eating versus outdoor eating. I know it sounds boring, sounds very generic, but just think about it. And the way I'm thinking about it very creative conversation. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, that's the smoke session. That's the episode. Stay tuned, guys. And uh, don't stay hungry. You know, stay high. Don't stay hungry. Eat up. <laughs> Alright. See y'all. So, for this episode, we got a um, special little fun fact of the day about the Green Revolution. And it's very... What is the Green Revolution, you think? Is it like how everyone started painting everything green in life and stuff? No. Actually, it has nothing to do with the color. Call green because of the greenhouse. What's in a greenhouse? Gas emissions. Food. Oh. <laughs> it creates the gas emissions. Because <laughs> you eat the food, you fart, gas gets emitted, gets trapped in the greenhouse, makes more food. Circle of life. So that's what we're going to learn about. Not the greenhouse effect, but how basically everyone just started making a shit ton of food all over the place and kind of treated the world, Earth, as a giant greenhouse. Cool. Because it was also known as the third agricultural revolution, because we revolutionized how we grew food from this ground again for the third time. This was, this was third time's a successful Third Reich, if you think about it. Yeah. Who started this? Who were the revolutionaries in the Green Revolution? Who? It was farmers and scientists. Thank you for asking. And what they did was they adopted newer technologies and strategies when producing agricultural foods. And who were, who were they rallying behind? Who was kind of like the... Slaves. No. no, no. Oh, I got excited. They were, if anything, they were trying to feed the slaves. Yeah, farmers those and were slaves. the people that were starving. Yeah, farmers do slave away. But no, the father of the Green Revolution is, his name's Norman Borlaug. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But he received the Nobel Peace Prize in 1970 for actually saving a billion people from starving. No way. Hypothetically. I yeah, like, did the math. What a G. What a G, for sure. G of peace. Peace gangsta. I'm a G and I got a peace. <laughs> Pretty gangsta. And uh, now, what are, you, what are you wondering? What are the kind of strategies of how he went about changing the food? And what they did was they used uh, chemical fertilizer, agrochemicals, controlled water supply, uh, and new methods of cultivation. Like you using napalm. GMOs. Napalm? Yeah, they basically, <laughs> basically like just did like little, you know, Agent Orange on, but it was Agent Green. It's the mm. Green Revolution. And then they use GMOs, which is not... Uh, what do you think GMO stands for? Great Moms Overcome. Or Genetically Modified Food. 
genetically modified organism. This food starts with an F. Um, GMO, GMO modified organism. GMOs are, I. GMOs are cool. You know, people can sometimes be GMOs, like test tube babies. That's technically a genetically modified organism. Facts. So why isn't GMO used as a slur yet? That's the real question. Because two babies is so much better. Two babies? Yeah. Test two oh, babies. Two babies? Yeah. yeah. I didn't one. <laughs> All right. And then the practices were created to basically why were they doing this? Why did Norman he wanted all the fame? He also wanted to save people, apparently. But basically, he wanted to supersede the traditional growing methods and replace them with his own new, better, more thought out ways of doing it. And he had five key elements of this revolution. The first one was to use the latest technologies and capital inputs. The second was an adoption of modern scientific methods for farming. Third was a high yield of a variety of seeds. And then fourth was to use chemical fertilizer, not water, fuck natural shit, man-made, synthesized. Fifth was the consolidation of land holdings. I want a lot of land. You need a lot of area to work around with. That was probably the most important. Thanks, she is. And then the sixth was the use of <coughs> mechanical machines. And basically what they practically did was just cor like corporize. Is that that word? Yeah. Corporize the rural community. And like made it like a systematic thing. Because guess who was like the two biggest funders of this green revolution? Who? The Ford Foundation and Rockefeller Foundation. Nice. <laughs> Basically the families that created corporate America. They were just doing this again, but with the food. Because they realized like, you know, back in the Dust Bowl, they were just kicking out the farmers, buying up their land, and then just, you know, gentrifying it. Mm -hmm. But then they realized, fuck, we actually need this food. Let's just gentrify the food. You know, yeah. why fight against them? Like, you can just make them join you. Not you join them, of course. Make them join you. And so, that's where this all kind of started. Uh, the revolution was in development in Mexico, and then it moved to the Philippines. Oh, also, this revolution didn't really happen in America. It happened all over the world, and then America got, like, just the best, most refined versions of the revolution to make our food. Like, everyone else is getting, like, wheat and, like, rice... America's getting like pop tarts and McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Well, we start in Mexico. That's where they refine how to get the wheat and the maize and all that. And then they moved to the Philippines to establish the International Rice and Research Institute. Uh, and this is where they create the new strain of rice called IR8. And what's cool about this thing, it specifically needs pesticides and herbicides in order to grow. Like, you can't grow IR8? It. IR8. I already ate her ass. <laughs> Did you make sure to spray some pesticide before? No. That's how you get the nutrients. And in, after creating IRA, they, uh, <laughs> in two decades, they increased the yield of rice in the area from 3.7 million tons to 7.7 .7 million tons. Go us. That's yeah, a lot of rice. Well, clean ass. And then the revolution then moved to India. Indian government kind of hired Norman. He was like, hey, we need a, we have a lot of people here. They're all starving, you know. Britain ain't really doing shit. Like, actually, they might be independent at this point. Anyway, we can't really do shit because Britain fucked us over. Help us. Yeah. Feed the castes. So the Indian government, you know, employed them and they started adopting the wheat practices from Mexico. And then they also started using IRA and they yielded 10 times uh, more than the traditional like rice they would yield before. The monsoon sense. rice would only, the monsoons would only yield a tenth of what the Green Revolution did. Kind of cool. And then there was also a Green Revolution in China, but uh, the Chinese didn't really need any help from anyone else. They kind of just did it <coughs> by themselves. Yeah. They had to. There's a population problem in China as well. <laughs> There's always been and there always will be. <laughs> problem, you need a solution. No more rice can fix that. <laughs> and so yeah, there's a kind of terms of survival. They just literally did the same methods, but they figured out them all themselves. And then the revolution moved across seas again, completing a full circle, going to Brazil. 
In Brazil, they had a bunch of land that was deemed unfit for farming in like the 1960s. The soil was too acidic, poor nutrients, you know, too many lemons. But then they thought, wait, what if we just put a shit ton of lime into it? You know, make like a nice little Sprite cocktail in the soil. And they put a shit ton of lime, tons of like so much lime, more lime you'd use to chase down cheap tequila. That's how much lime they put in. And then, afterwards, now, Brazil, second largest uh, exporter of soybeans. So when life gives you lemony soil, just put more lime into it, wait some time, get soybeans. This is math. PEMDAS. And then there are also numerous attempts to bring the Green Revolution to Africa, but uh, they all failed because of environmental and infrastructural reasons. Basically, everyone's killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, the ground's too corrupt, or, like, the people that are trying to mend the ground are too corrupt. Yeah. And the money just keeps disappearing. But in 2021, a randomized controlled trial of subsidies for maize farmers in uh, Man Mozambique found that the adoption of green revolution technologies led to an increase in the yield of maize in the short and long term. So, there might be hope still. <coughs> now, that, now that you've learned all about the Green Revolution, I wonder what, I bet you're wondering, I already am wondering, but I know you're wondering about the impacts. Of How am I supposed to see this if I'm colorblind? It's just a revolution, there's so many of those. <laughs> true, true. But uh, you can still taste it at least. What if you don't have a tongue? Food. What if you don't have a tongue and you're colorblind? And that just sucks. But like, it's not like you can complain. No one can hear you talk. That's it. Not making fun of people with disabilities, making, making fun, fun of people without tongues. Yes. It's different. The hypothetical. And he deserved to get his tongue cut off, too. Just yeah, fuck it. that guy. Anyway, we are making fun of colorblind people, though. <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you can't see any of the difference of this background. Fucked. It's all the same. It's all gray. It's like, it's like they're living in the giver think about it man that's a bad life that is a bad life but they think it's a good life that's what oh yeah it's the point of a dystopian yeah speaking of dystopia let's talk about our dystopia which is the post green revolution war world there was no war that's cool with this revolution is a lot of people didn't die a lot of people got saved mm -hmm. but a lot of other shit happened as well because the Green Revolution created this monoculture of crops um, in the soil and stuff and kept on being reused. The nutritional value of the food became less. So they were going for quantity over quality. And because of that, they fought off starvation in a lot of the world. But now 60% of the yearly deaths of children who are under five in those developing countries are because of malnutrition. Hmm. They're only really saving 40%. Checks and balances. Checks and balances. <laughs> like, really, like, 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 he saved a bunch of people at first because of the quantity, but then it's the scales are slowly kind of evening out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird to see. And then also the socioeconomic impact. The mass change methods created rural credit institutions all throughout the rural community and made a bunch of small and family farmers go into debt, and then they lost their farmland, which then was just given to the corporations and corporate yeah. finance. <laughs> And then the adoption of machines also removed a lot of employment on those family farms in the rural communities. So there led to a very mass rural to urban uh, like dysmorphia migration. A lot of people coming from the rural communities into the urban environments, not only for job security, but also because they needed the food and that's where the food was going anyway. Mm -hmm. And then I'm on the last page, so. Yeah. What? Uh, almost over. The revolution never ends, but learning about it sure does. A 2021 study formed the found that the revolution substantially increased the income in the world. A 10-year delay in the revolution would have cost 17% of the GDP per capita, and if it never happened, it would have reduced the GDP in the developing world by half. Makes sense. So the green revolution, like. You can say what you want about it, but it definitely did like double the progress of humanity in all over the world. 
Which has consequences. Which has consequences. Can't feed them all. Both good and bad. Yes. Because like your feed. Shop at your local produce markets. Yes. Grow your own food. And grow your own food. And then a 2020 study found that the revolution reduced infant mortality by 2.5 to 5.3%. Which is a lot of wiggle room. But I guess that's good. Can wiggle in the womb. Well, those babies are now because they're getting fat. So look at that. There you go. And they're also wiggling out of the womb. That's good for them. And then, um, but also, pesticides uh, that were used in the growing of these foods have caused some adverse effects with some of the consumers. And one million people will die a year from pesticide poisoning. So once again, no scales. So they're becoming more and more balanced. Wasn't that what life's all about? Just being balanced? Yeah. GMOs kind of fucked that up. <laughs> True, yeah. My GMOs were good. Goddamn test tube babies. GMOs are a good, a good, you know, source of food to help for food scarcity, but we took it to a whole new level, man. Yeah, because we were like, let's just make it a yeah. grocery store. Yeah, let's just do it for everything. <laughs> Instead of just like, you know, vegetables and omnivore shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to do it to meat. <laughs> we're going to do it to kids. <laughs> and yeah, this is, this is what we pay for playing God. Yep. Malnutrition. It's a hard job. At McDonald's. It's a hard job to play God. It is. It is. That's why I'd rather be like the observer or like yeah. the comic. Just make fun of everything that's been made by God. Be the disciple. Just be like, yeah, oh, yeah, eat some trees. <laughs> yeah. Double life. Anyway. Well, I'm coming down from this, Addy, and I'm sporadically losing my mind. So, this is done. For the fun fact of the day. I think I learned a lot. I think you learned a lot. So clean my room. Look at it. Now so brag clean. and show it off to the world. So for this debate that we're gonna do is uh, outdoor versus indoor eating as the three sides of the coin. So outdoor, indoor eating as in like food that comes from the outdoors versus food that comes from the indoors. Because uh, there's there's a difference nowadays if you think like about organic it. Organic and yeah, like organic, like shit coming from the actual yeah. soil versus shit coming from the store. What do you guys prefer? Oh, definitely store bought. Store bought. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Ella more preservative, <laughs> so I know it'll last longer in my fridge. Mm. Damn. GMOs. GMOs are a yeah, good thing, bro. They give you like cancer and shit, but it's all good. That's yeah, aren't they? Young. They got. They don't <laughs> got nutrition though. The GMOs. Yeah. No, I mean, all. I mean, is this even? Get the most shit that's likely to give me cancer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, obviously organic and natural made shit is better. I mean, don't get me wrong. But it's easier access. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever been to a third world country like where they don't have grocery stores, but the food is better? Yeah. It's like, yeah. damn, you can't just get high and go walk down the Safeway, but at the same time, <laughs> you'll live probably longer. It's like, mm-hmm. it's catch too, but I would imagine that organic fruit, there's a reason why Cosmo, that shit's better for you. It's like, <laughs> If you're poor, they want you to die earlier. So it's like, yeah, you got to be able to afford $7 carrots or else your ass going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the taste of pesticides. It's just, that too. It's just good. You know? All the onions on the shelves now, they're all like black and wrinkled up. Oh. It's so gross. I, was, I remember growing up and like just hating every vegetable that ever came across my plate. And I think that was because it was mainly like bought from the store with the pesticides and the GMOs and everything but then my mom she like had a midlife crisis or something and started wanting to garden food in the backyard so like they ripped off our old playground replaced it with some gardening so then she made me do all the work anyway so it was really mean gardening but (laughs) the food that came from there was delicious and like twice as big as like the regular store-bought carrots and peppers have you guys got your own garden here? We want to. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. We, we cultivate, then we maybe put some other shit in there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Basically. That's how it works. Can we mention that this is one of the. I don't know how often you guys do podcasts with, without smoking. Are we supposed to act like we're high? I, I mean, I'm kind of permafried, so whatever. Sober, high, same, same person. Shit. Same no, I'm shit. fucking deep. When I'm high, I'm like, and I thought this like Kanye West level, like I mm, thought this and yeah. I thought like I yeah. say deep shit. <laughs> and when I'm sober, I'm like, what's the deepest shit you've ever said while high? Like your most baked, 
brain moment. It's like deep and at the same time not. You know, I, I, I really when I get really high, I just feel like the world's a simulation. I'm just like, Ooh. we can unplug. Yeah, <laughs> we can unplug. Yeah, yeah. Feel like sim sometimes like you. Simulation movie probably that's what, pretty good. That's what's funny. You ever see like I mean, you guys see it more than most. You ever see like a girl just drunk crying on a corner after she's like, oh know, yeah. And I'm just like, man, this is a sim. She shouldn't take it so serious. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw on the on the my skateboard right here. I saw something. It was like a sim. It was this guy, completely shirtless, and he was just holding a brick. And he was just walking down the street, just looking up and down. And I was like, is he? Is he gonna throw the brick? Like I kind of tailored him for a little bit just to see which house he was willing to throw the brick at, or if he was pretending that the brick was a phone, like he was stuck in the '90s. I don't know. That guy, like, in the future, you think those guys are crazy, and really, he's like, no, I figured it out. You guys are crazy. He's, he's like, yeah, he's got something to sleep. <laughs> he's just like, just wait. The only thing you're going to be wanting is this brick. Yeah. He's like, watch, wait till this brick transforms into a robot. You'll, you'll see. Just zaps me with the asphalt. <laughs> All right, so next section of this little outdoor-indoor eating debate. When you guys go to the restaurant, where are you, like, getting seated? Outdoors or indoors? Indoors. Indoor booth. Yeah, indoors. Indoors. Booth. Honestly, I kind of like like the outdoor balcony if it's like mm. in the city, kind of like a nice place. The weather's yeah. nice, and yeah, yeah, I don't mind outdoor. Nice. I don't mind Depends. Outdoor. I like outdoor in Arizona much more. You would think because it's so hot, you want to be indoor. Like, and then they got those misters. Yeah, but like, like and then on top of that, like I go to first watch over here, and it's like the AC's on like seventy, like sixty two, mm-hmm. and so you're like yeah. freezing, and like y'all need a fucking jacket, and I'm just one of people. I'd rather be hot than to be freezing inside of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're in the refrigerator when you got fucking first watch. It's like, damn, they just had to keep their food like fresh. They just yeah. turn the AC on. The only downfall <laughs> about being outdoors is it's a fucking hike to the bar. Like that's the only problem. They have an outdoor indoors. bar that's huge. Outdoor, outdoor bar, bar, bar would go is hard. Outdoor bar goes crazy. I just don't like flies or anything. Yeah, that was that's a game changer right there. That's yeah. a, that's why you need the misters and the fans. Yeah, but they'll keep all that shit out. Flies might be one of the worst things on the world. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen someone who was happy with flies around. Like, this yeah. is the most annoying thing to fly inside. Oh, yeah. that, that's when you've tried so hard and still it's found a way to annoy you and be in your ear. That's why I give it respect. But the fly doesn't <laughs> want to be here either. It just got caught up. No, it's, it's like, freaking bro, peace and love, man. This window doesn't let me get out, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? True. Yeah, no, I'm going outside though. I'm just thinking what outside, man. Fuck that shit. Also, kind of depends, like, if I'm eating, like, dinner or, like, lunch or breakfast. Like, dinner, I like indoor. Breakfast and lunch, I kind of like outdoor. Yeah, like, lunch, but, like, if it's, like, yeah. nighttime, I like, kind of want to be indoors, you know, kind of, like, mm-hmm. set the moody. But, like, outside's lit for daytime. <laughs> I, like, I like outdoors just in general because I am a loud individual myself, so I don't want to be bugging anyone else with the indoors with my own conversation. Bro. Outdoor, at you least. Can the outdoors too. <laughs> I know. I can, I can, I can, I can, like, but then there's no. There, there's there's yeah, nothing no. going against me. I'm like, hey, I'm outside. No, 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 like, I'm using my out. Like, nobody's like, use your indoor voice. Right? Yeah, exactly. They can't judge me. They can't yeah. pass judgment. That's what I. Like. Are you the guy just screaming at brunch though? Like, can you cut that guy off the mimosas? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then would you? All right, so like meat. We all we all enjoy. We're all carnivores here. Like, we, we all like to eat the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all enjoy meat. Yeah. <laughs> this is a casting couch. No, I'm well, <laughs> well, would you rather have meat that's been like hunted and like killed, like game, or would you rather have meat that's like raised to be slaughtered grass in a slaughterhouse? Grass fed. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're both grass fed. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's. I feel like I've trained my brain to not think that the meat that I'm enjoying is actually an animal. Like, in my head, like, if I saw it, like, go from being alive to being cooked to being on my plate, I wouldn't touch it. You don't want to see the barn from burger. I'm just like, this is a steak. This ain't a cow. What the fuck is it? Steak. That's a a tough question, though. Because I've had some... I'd rather... Are we hunting it, or is, like, someone else hunting it and bringing it to you? Uh... I guess like well, I guess the whole experience of eating the shit that's been hunted is you are hunting it and killing it. But have you ever eaten anything that you've hunted and killed? Yeah. Yeah. And how was that? 
Well, fishing was good. Oh yeah, fishing. Fishing is fine. Yeah, fishing like, is good. But like when I went hog hunting and my cousins ate the hogs, I was like, this no. is just. So you really brought on the bacon, yeah. huh? I didn't, I didn't eat that shit, bro. It's scarring. You just see him like squealing and shit. Like I literally just like pulled this out of a hole and like decapitated it just to like enjoy family dinner. They <laughs> <laughs> say it like that, man. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, as long as it's someone else is grass fed. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with grass fed. <laughs> yeah, man, because you gotta think about that pig you killed, man, it had a life, man. It was yeah. like, that's a pig woman yeah. waiting for it to come home, and, and now. <laughs> no more accruda batata. They had territory. That's just done. <laughs> now the pig's gotta let her know as she drops down, they bring a fucking photo yeah. flag to her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I got there. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> well, a lot better than like what a, a pig that's just been born from like the womb, then raised in a cell, and then like maybe he's no he's he's at least that's surrounded by true. friends. He's uh, surrounded by friends. Yeah. Come on, Reed. But and then they all just go take a shower together, and next thing you know, you they're in the supermarket. Just, but the opposite, yeah. right? To argue like the the uh, formative of that, like that pig would not be here. It wasn't like natural selection, like two pigs were in love. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. That, it was that, like yeah, that, that pig was only born to enjoy a little bit of life and then sacrifice yeah, himself. Yeah. He's yeah. destined to become a dish. A barbecue. You didn't know any other life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, didn't know, you didn't know any better. You so didn't know like, any other life. Yeah, he, 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 you got to look at him like last half four. But then, half like, four. but then like the wild pig, the wild pig, <laughs> yeah, I'm invas- <laughs> wild pig's invasive species. He's not even supposed to be there either. He was just brought over on a boat hundreds of years ago and then his family's just fucking around and st- survive. But I mean, how are you saying not supposed to be there? That's kind of fucked up humans where it's like, you belong over there. That pig is where True. that pig wants yeah. to be. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. If that's the case, humans are supposed take. to be in the new Americas. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, humans are the problem, I think is the... <laughs> we're the problems and we're also like, okay, but we are trying to fix the fucking... Trying to regulate. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to fix the We're not the solution, but the regulation. <laughs> just optimistic problem, problems. Yeah. But all in all, <laughs> let's, 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 if we're going to eat meat, let's not just kill somebody that got kids, man. Let's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's, let's at least meat. do the, the the decency of wiping out the whole family. Yeah. Because then no one's missing anyone. <laughs> For real, though. They're all, yeah. they're all in your stomach. They'll all see each other in the end. Yeah. So. They'll <laughs> <laughs> go in the same place. <laughs> all right. Then would you rather eat at a cookout where, like, all the food is being prepared outside or, like, a potluck? Where all the food is prepared inside and then brought outdoors. I'm a cookout guy. Definitely I like that. I kind of feel like over. flies. Now he brings flies in the picture, man. I feel like. Oh yeah, flies would be like all over in the entire process of it being made. So if you want cleanliness, go with potluck. I'd say some extra protein. Yeah, but, but flies aren't going on a grill. Protein. They're not going on a grill. They see fire and they're like, "Air, air." But as soon as you put them, them, them dogs and them burgers on a plate and put them on the table, them flies gonna get to it before the humans. But, Potluck, you're bringing it outdoors either way, so like that food's gonna get touched too. Oh, I thought it was gonna be indoor. That's indoor outdoor. I thought not. He's gonna enjoy. Well, have it. you ever been to an indoor potluck? I think potlucks are always at pools and shit. No, you yeah. guys are gentlemen. You know, indoor potlucks, like, isn't that what happens every like Friendsgiving? <laughs> oh yeah, Friendsgiving is <laughs> yeah. a potluck. Yeah. in a way, yeah. Any work on the day is a potluck. I don't think of potluck. I just think of like nasty ass potato salad being brown. Yeah, yeah I just think of like <laughs> macaroni and cheeses. Yeah. Yeah, potluck is kind of mid. Um, yeah. Unless you're high. Ooh, yeah. If you're high, it's <laughs> Unless it's free food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if you're yeah. high and starving, ooh, it's good. If you think about it, I think like, wouldn't feeding the homeless also be potlucks? If you mm. think about it. They're not making those mashed potatoes right then and there for the homeless. They, they definitely yeah. brought that from the Salvation Army. Yeah, but have you done it? Like on a Thanksgiving weekend once, yeah. I mean, how much you don't want that food, man? Motherfucker, I have to have it, but they don't want it. <laughs> so I'm going to throw them nice, good Chick-fil-A burgers, half-eaten, and give me this fucking dried-out, two-day-old potato salad. Dude, I was at I was at Chick Fil A the other day, <laughs> walking out of the door, and I have like just I just like a cup full. My mouth is dry. So I'm walking out this Chick Fil A with just like a gla- uh, cup full of water, and this homeless dude's like, "Hey man, do you have any cash to, to spare?" I go, "Fuck no," but I have this water. Do you want some water? It's like 100 degrees outside, so I give him the water. He ha- he he looks at. Anyway, you could uh, get soda in this. No nah, man, enjoy the water. It's healthier for you. And <laughs> walked, walked away. I was this close to just 
fucking flipping it on his face. Nah, he probably would have enjoyed that. No, did you ever think about the homeless? That, like, they probably fuck with him. Like, you know, you go to Chipotle, right? You ask for a water cup. Anybody looks normal. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a water cup and you can get any kind of fucking soda you want, even the yeah. lemonade. But I imagine if you're homeless, you ask for a water cup, they'd be like, nah. I mean, they're going to yeah. get it for you. So maybe that homeless person really just wanted soda, man. You could have did a good deed, man. Oh, I do good deeds like that all the time. I, I, I work at the chuck box. Homeless people are always in our trash cans oh, fishing shit. for cups and stuff to get one, and then they'll bring one in, and then they'll ask for water and always get soda, and I'll just give them another cup because that first one was disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a good deed. Yeah, man, don't put that on camera. They will get you, man. That was, <laughs> hey, you lose your job, man. <laughs> Giving homeless people soda. <laughs> <laughs> This one, that's not the worst Chuck Box confession I've said on this podcast. And then, how uh, getting food? Would you rather go outdoors to a farmer's market, or would you rather go shopping at a grocery store? Farmer's market. Yeah. Farmers, farmers market. market like you can have it, dude. Yeah. Farmers market. Yeah. It helps. Just like let us say that big. <laughs> it helps with problems in the world. That's I don't get, like you guys are the opposite of me on everything. It's like yeah, we want. Pesticides, but we also want farmers markets. And just, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a generational gap, Jared. I would say this from a, my point of view, where I'm at in my life as a comedian who's fucking halfway responsible. Farmers markets are way too fucking early, man. It's just I'm never there. I, I go to grocery stores at like nine forty-five at night almost every time I buy groceries, and they have everything you need, and even sometimes cookies and shit. Farmers markets don't have cookies and shit. That's true. Unless like Amish farmers, right? Amish markets got cookies galore. Got cookies, though. If you ever find yourself in Amishville, go to a farmers market. Get a Do they have grocery stores? No, no, it's only. No, they don't have grocery stores. And then. Convenience sake, though, grocery grocery markets are better, but like, would I rather go to a farmers market? Yeah. Yeah, I would do it. Probably not. Nope. <laughs> Y'all my, Walmart, my two Am I going to eat pesticides? Absolutely. <laughs> I would imagine, though. All right, this is my decision in this one. I'm trying to think of where would I find sexier women at. And you got to feel like Definitely. sexy women are at farmer's market more than they Definitely are farmer's at market. It depends. Whole Foods, which is kind of like a propped up farmer's market. It's like, uh, that's it's like a gentrified yeah. farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely still a grocery store, but yeah. that, like, you would think there's pretty women there. Farmer's market, you just see like you see white <laughs> a woman holding yeah. melons with melons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, farmer's market. You definitely see a lot ki- lot less kids at the farmer's market. Or if there are kids at the farmer's market, they're lost. No, no it's the same amount of kids, gone. but just like a smaller space. Kinda. But yeah. there's also the flies thing, too. There's going to be much more flies yeah. at a farmer's market. A lot more flies, for sure. Yeah. Because they got that fertilizer. Homegrown. And then, would you rather drink outdoors or drink indoors? Danger or rager? Bringing it back to the frat days. I always enjoyed drinking outdoors. That was fun. Like going to a football yeah, game, too. Getting oh, yeah. obliterated. Tailgates are the funnest shit ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you say that, you got to think outdoors and we're drinking. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about tailgates. I was a football player, man. So I used to always see people like the buses would show up. You can be at home, but they wouldn't know who's in the bus. You just see people going... Fuck you! And it's like, they're our <laughs> fans. They just don't know it's us in the bus. They think it's the other team. And it's just like, what's going on with these people? And you always see fights at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And then as soon as I was done playing, I went back to Miami. And I tailgated for the first time. I was like, holy shit. That's like the best party of all time. It's food, liquor, women, uh, someone to argue with. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. This is, if I could do anything in life, I would tailgate every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking out players. Just easy, it makes it hard sometimes. Oh, because it's 150 degrees. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta drink. What we like doing, we used to do, was drink Borg, which was like a gallon of, of water, but then you pour half of it out, then you put vodka in, and then you put the Mio, like Kool Aid, like a. Just any electrolyte. Yeah, yeah just food yeah. coloring shit. And it just, you, you'd be hydrated while you dihydrate the whole day. I don't know if that's, I feel like that's. To be drinking and hydrating at the same time is just the opposite. <laughs> I don't know if, if you don't want to be idea, if but you don't want to be throwing up later on at, uh, at night. Yeah, that's, that's what sucks. People say Arizona State's supposed to be like one of the top party schools in America. 
but then I'm out here with the heat and I'm just like, you guys miss half the year. Like the fun, <laughs> the fun parts of most people's areas, you guys can't really do. You yeah, nah, the party yeah, like that. We go out of state. For you guys songs. enjoy like November and October are mm-hmm. great, but that's usually like family holidays. It's like cuffing season. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. the winter time is fun too, because it's like before it gets like hella cold in like January, but like December is really fun because people will be. Yeah, people will be like going indoors, starting to freeze when the when the leaves and the temperatures falling, and we'll still be in the hot tubs and the jacuzzis and the pools. Outside day drinking in September is probably the best month. September is the best month of all twelve months to get drunk and be outside. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, any of the embers. October too, because yeah. October gets Halloween. You get the whole month of Halloween. Because actually, yeah. by the time Halloween really hits, it's kind of like it's over. Honestly, yeah. being exactly. for real, being all that build up, drunk as fuck, and the cold is pretty fun. Jesus, man! Okay. When that you was the whitest thing you said this whole that year. That was almost like, yeah, be cool, but, man. But out of the sensation Nothing. of just like losing the feeling of the numbness of your hands while you're in the cold, because you know that you're just feeling warm from the whiskey shots you just took, it's 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 satisfying. That sounds it's like some revenant, like yeah. It's freezing cold. You take six shots of whiskey, you just get that buzz on. No. Definitely rather get too drunk outdoors than too drunk indoors. Is there a winner? Do we get to decide the winner? I feel like the winner is kind of just like whoever makes the best points, or you always try to find the middle ground, really, which is yeah. kind of what we've done with all. I don't know <laughs> the middle the middle ground. The, the middle ground, ground of this is just eat points. food. And I drink. think that's good, and drink, and don't die. Well, for this one, I would like to sway that I think I won this one just off tailgates alone outdoors tailgates. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the best respect. one. With the drinking outdoors, hundred percent. Thank you guys for uh, coming all the far distances you've traveled to get here. Is that it? No, let's have some more fun. I feel like we're already we're wrapping it. Uh-huh. We didn't even talk about Buffalo Bills tailgates, man. The fucking yeah, you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah. that's the, that tailgate. Yeah, them tables be going through. Yeah, the yes. Hella tables get broken. <laughs> that's because those tailgates needs to be thirty minutes, and we got to stop. No, it. no, I was just seeing what time it was. We're no. That's like that tailgate's rated like the highest one to possibly get your ass hit at tailgate. Oh, easily, oh, easily. That's because it's cold. Cold. It's it's cold. Cold. It's cold. It's cold. That'd be so much fun. I've been to I've been to some Baltimore tailgates. Uh, I don't think NFL tailgates like college though. You need you yeah, really college got, tailgates are where it's at. Surprisingly, USC tailgates like a motherfucker. Good job, tailgate. Wait, Carolina or California? No, I I mean probably South Carolina would be amazing. I've only been to South Carolina once, but. University of Southern California. Yeah, it has some good for, Like, literally being the small school, kind of right in the hood, and yet the tailgate before the football game was fucking amazing. Hood knows how to cook out, man. Yeah. And you just get drunk. I just want to tailgate now, man. That shit sounds fun. <laughs> it is. Saturday, man. Have you guys ever been to an ASU tailgate? Yeah. Yes. That shit was hella fun. Remember Parent Weekend? Parent weekends, yeah, we get so great because just all the parents come back and they just relive the tailgating college memories and they try to outdo their kids. So it's just a pissing contest between father and son. Hey, uh, how many kids? Your dad's puking. You might need to get him over. Puking rally, son. Just how I taught you. And then, what? Where? Where are the best tailgates in the nation? Oh man! Okay. All right, so I got, think the South has. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the hidden gem. You ever get to Charleston? The city of Charleston is one of the best partying cities I've ever yes. been to, and I yes. didn't expect yes. that at all. Yes, it is nothing but the gorgeous women that are getting wasted out of their mind, <laughs> and probably, possibly more hornier than they should be. Uh, yeah, but I'm thinking like, yeah, like LSU, mm-hmm. Alabama. Heard they literally. They tailgate for 24 hours. Yeah, like you tailgate, you get drunk, you take a nap, you wake up, you drink, and then you go to the football game. Yeah, I heard Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Religious. Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, you don't want to be in a big city where people got shit to do. They're like actual tracks. You want yeah, to be Midwest. No. Anywhere in, in the fact, Midwest. That's what I'm encouraging. All you guys are in college, right? Yeah. yeah. I encourage you guys to take a road trip and go tailgating at like one of these universities, man. Go follow your team. That's fun. I feel like, you, trust me, man, when you can't do it no more, man, this is the funnest time of your life because. One, college is an excuse for dumb shit. Like, I'm dumb because I'm in college, but as soon as you get out of college, you don't have that excuse anymore. You're just kind of like an adult. <laughs> you can't just go take a tailgate and get drunk as hell and get herpes from some, you know, girl in, <laughs> in Texas Tech. 
Nah, I'm joking with the herpes thing, but <laughs> <laughs> not the tech integrity. No, they, yeah, they will. <laughs> Something a little lighter. <laughs> Alright, well shit, we can we can end it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of any of your other Oh what are some I got I got one. What are some like foods that you like you think should only be eaten outdoors versus only be eaten? like I think hot dogs should only be enjoyed outdoors. If you're eating a hot a hot dog inside, you're a crazy person. I think ass yeah. should be That's eaten only indoors. You should only eat ass indoors. I think you're doing your picnics wrong, man. I think it's the opposite, man. Asking, that's a new Jake's thing. I don't know if that, I don't know if that, you think that people like 100 years ago was eating ass? It was like, yeah, for sure. For these shakes, that was like, absolutely. Hey, you gotta get it. 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 You know, eat your ass. Eat your ass has to be like in the picture. I'm not trying to be Animals, hot dogs are definitely it's fact hot dogs, you shouldn't be eating hot dogs but if you are eating hot dogs it needs to be like I'm outdoors and there's nothing mm-hmm. close by Street, like I, any form of ice cream, popsicles, that needs to be outdoor food. You yeah. can't be eating no fucking mm-hmm. snow cone Dude, you only got five minutes to eat outdoors in Arizona though it's a time limit before it turns into a milkshake oh yeah yeah you can fry some eggs on fucking like 7am you can go outside you and fry eggs on your car yeah come July I'll Sizzling on the streets. Oh, lollipops, only outdoors. Only outdoors. <laughs> yeah, you can be. Uh, or in your car, car, but you cannot be in the house to suck. In your car, you guys, you brought a water down and ordered yeah, something that does grow. You better like the bank. <laughs> yeah, the one exception is like the doctor's office. Yeah, like you get in, you're just like, all right, I have a lollipop, I'm going to my car, but that shit's done before you get home. Mm-hmm. If you're sucking a lolly inside, bro, sorry, you're gone. Oh man, <laughs> they, were, they were like a ring pop, bro. If you got a ring pop, that's. Ring pops are sick. Bro. I think like a, <laughs> that's like innovation that excites me. I think like a sirloin steak should only be enjoyed indoors. Yeah, uh, if you need a if you need a fork and a knife, that needs to be indoors. Yeah, if you shouldn't have a fork. Finger and a knife. food should be outdoors. Fork and knife. Yeah, indoors. I think that's the differential. All right, divider. I got one. All right. In I guess in ocean or out of ocean food. Ooh. Out of ocean. Mm. Honestly, ocean food. Really? That's ocean food. Fucking scallops, so oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. it's got yeah, crab. Yeah, but like, you can have that forever. Yeah. Hey, you could have that forever. But, but you gotta have that with something. You can't just eat only seafood. You just like, rice. Think about and seasoning. <laughs> seasonings all out of it. All the sauces, all meats, produce, all of that is out, out, out of the water, bro. What about seaweed? You, seaweed. <laughs> I mean, like, that's just sushi. <laughs> sushi for days. No way, bro. Seaweed sucks. Yeah, man. In ocean yeah, food, I think guys tells it guys to win. You think? Ocean food, nah, bro. I like seasoning. Seasonings all. Healthy. Well, now you're taking condiments, man. You can't just you can't just yeah, yeah, take ketchup with you outside, man. Ketchup's not an outdoor food. Seasoning, <laughs> spices, herbs, all of that. That's they got that shit at the bottom ocean. We don't even know it's at the bottom ocean. Actually, they got some like dope ass like hot sauce at the bottom it's of the ocean. Edible to us, <laughs> it's not edible to us. Just like, the lava rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh shit. There's like, probably humans at the bottom of the ocean. They're just like, ain't no point of going up there, bro. It's oh, probably better sure. down here. Just chilling in Atlantis. Atlantis definitely got a pallet, dude. They... Fucking bread, any carb, chips. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely out of the water. Definitely out of the Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you think about it. Like imagine everything. getting your chips, like, soaking wet and then trying to eat them. That's yeah. disgusting, right? Yeah, yeah. it's just nah. soggy tortilla. Like, that in the water food, <laughs> fucking fire, but, man, so much, so much you'd be missing out on. Definitely. All right, fried or grilled? Mm, that's a really good question. Yeah, fried, grilled. Because with grilled, you can have blackened. Mm. Oh, charcoal. Yeah. yeah, I go grilled. Yeah. If I'm making, I gotta go. If I'm making it grilled, I gotta go fried. Fried's not healthier, so like you eat a bunch, you get fat, so the consequence. But oh, everything's better is fried. Fried chicken, like think about yeah. it. Would you really want to eat grilled chicken or fried chicken? Dude, I'm gonna honestly have to go. If there was no consequences, what? Yeah, a fried steak. When people order grilled chicken at Chuckbox, all the cooks hate fried steak. Why? Just a bitch to make. Oh really? Yeah. It's healthy though. People want like I gotta, you know, you gotta choose between a six pack or a delicious burger shop. Are you going there to be healthy? <laughs> all right, my last one, and I'm leaving after this one. All right. All right. This had nothing to do with food. Condoms are raw. What's raw? Oh man, but condoms like babies come from raw sex and STDs, and so it's like, 
Is the difference worth the risk? That's my question. Like on a deeper, like truth be told, you're probably gonna the difference might not be worth the risk, but the feeling is. Yeah, but it's also like that's part of the, like everybody wants the better feeling, but like is would you rather would you rather a high risk? I'll give you a billion dollars, but you might lose your life. Are a million dollars, but you're probably not gonna lose your life. You're probably gonna choose the million dollars, right? Well, yeah, but that's like financial logistics. This is that's exactly that analogy could not be more perfect. That analogy always logistical, dude. No, that analogy could not be more perfect to protected and unprotected sex. <laughs> you might lose your life, but you get a billion dollars, or you get a million dollars, but you're probably not gonna lose your life. It's exactly. It's like it feels good to fuck with a rubber. It doesn't feel great, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like rubbers is kind of like I'm having meaningless sex at that point. Like, this is either a one-night stand, it's a thought or some shit. Like, when I have sex, I have, like, I have sex. Like, it's not going to be meaningless. So I definitely know the bitch. I know she's clean. I definitely know she's on birth control. Like, I know my pole game's strong. Like, I'm not going to have meaningless yeah, sex with a car. If I was doing, like... <laughs> I'm what? talking to 22 and 23-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> like me. All it takes is one, maybe two babies. you like, man, put that fucking condom on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're putting all the trust in someone else, man. This is, it's, you got to really trust a motherfucker to be like, be on that pill. <laughs> For real, though. But, like, Sorry. IUDs and everything, like... Just technology, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gets her until you feel the idea. What happens when she's like, yeah, I, I, that that is yeah, like, I don't know, like, string wire. Like, I'm tickles. actually, I'm taking protected sex, and that's a that's crazy smart. thing to say. That's me aging and maturing because obviously I just learned this lesson. Oh, a happy time. Father's Day, it's tomorrow. Right? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it happens, man. I'm telling you, keep fucking, it'll happen, bro. <laughs> Be careful. I think round around if you get to about, about your 1,000 nut. You don't have a baby. You just, <laughs> give or take three or four minutes. Yeah, count them out. Count them out. I'm telling you. Start if you're fucking a lot, you'd be like, holy shit, I'm at 997. I better start putting a condom on. <laughs> I got some great advice to end it on. All right, man. All right, y'all. All right, stay high and stay protected. <laughs>